In the last 30 years, 50% of all coral has been lost. What were once vibrant coastal ecosystems are now desolate, lifeless shrubs. Dangerous weather patterns are becoming more frequent. Ice caps are melting, sea levels are rising, wildfires and floods are occurring at a more rapid rate. Many do not believe in it. They think it's just a hoax, a figment of the imagination. But it's not. Climate change is real. And it's happening at a speed in which we can no longer ignore it. Documentary film, Before the Flood, directed by Fisher Stevens, was effective in addressing this controversial topic and the reason why it is so serious that we take action immediately. There are numerous instances in which imagery is used to invoke emotions such as sympathy and anger. For example, footage was taken of waste being dumped into the sea, forests were being burned down for cheap money, and thousands of factories were spitting plumes of smoke and CO2 out, polluting the air we breathe. Our society will complain about these things and whine about how our planet is dying but no one tries to do anything to stop it. People will just tune it out. Mankind is like an actor, looking at fictitious problems and not solving them. This was said by main character and film star Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo's use of figurative language couldn't have been more spot on. We've known about this situation for decades and decades almost half a century, and it's only gotten worse because we haven't tried to do anything to resolve it. Before the Flood tries to convince its audience, most likely directed towards the U.S. and its political figures, that climate change can no longer be denied and swept under the rug. It should be acknowledged and stopped as soon as possible. As a whole, our country relies on fossil fuels to maintain energy. United States Congress is controlled by fossil fuel interest companies, and large front groups are funded by corporate officials who are against the fact that climate change is real. This makes addressing the issue difficult due to these politicians and higher-ups being so biased. Michael Brunet, the executive director of the Sierra Club, acknowledged the fact that our economy is based on fossil fuels, but stated, if you take away massive forests, streams, and rivers to produce fossil fuels, you leave a severe negative impact on wildlife. To back up this statement, photographs of dead, bloody elephants and caged baby monkeys were shown. This section of the documentary displayed ethos and pathos. Michael takes part in an environmental group, thus giving him and his information credibility. And as for pathos, Dejection and misery are feelings that are evoked after witnessing these painful images. China, once the world's number one polluter, has begun transitioning over to using more renewables. Sweden has become the first fossil fuel free nation, and India uses burned cow dung to produce energy. Not very classy, I know. The U.S. is a leader. Other countries try to follow in their footsteps, thinking, if the U.S. can do it, we can too. 
This was said by Indian environmentalist Sunita Narain as she tried to convey that if the U.S. changes its ways, others will do the same and we might be able to save our planet. Ms. Narain's proposition backed up the documentary's argument that the U.S. should acknowledge climate change and try to stop it. Through diction and deductive reasoning, the documentary proposes that if we took notice toward the things like rising temperatures, decimated forests, and the hundreds of cubic kilometers melted away in Greenland after just a few years, and we actually tried to put an end to it, we would have a possibility of saving the planet. So take action, now.